they're flagrant. And yet they're still friends. It's the Flagrant Friends Podcast. Bringing you your NBA news. That is right. And it is a, a live, 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 straight from the Stage Left Lounge. We have just filled out our brackets. Yeah, just, we like, just, just like everybody it. else. We all just watched the brackets you know, be revealed. Obviously, we don't get it before anybody else does. But now we want to talk about it. Obviously, Flagrant Friends, we mainly focus on the NBA, which we hope that you catch our show with whether you listen to it late Tuesday night after it's or after it's out or Wednesday at some point we appreciate that but it's March Madness and we said my kids love they've been though they're 13 and 10 now they've been filling out a bracket since they were well back when it was literally you would just tell them two teams and they would just scream out a, a name like that's how long they've been doing it it's a huge deal for me I hope it's a huge deal for you selection Sunday is basically like Christmas and now we open the presents, and now we get to enjoy them. That so, is right. That's what we're going to do. We have, obviously, you're, you're going to hear a lot the next couple of days because the tournament does not start until Thursday, the playing games. It's a little bit different this year. The last couple of years, the playing games were that Tuesday, Wednesday, and then obviously you get the quote-unquote real tournament starting uh, Thursday and Friday, though they, they called it the second round because they call the playing games the, the first round, but we all know it's they're really playing games. And there's actually some interesting <laughs> playing play games this year. We'll talk about that here in a minute. But basically, what we want to do is we want to help you. So we hope you, you get on. You can ask questions, comments, concerns, whatever. Talk about easiest bracket, hardest bracket, biggest upsets, you know, final four picks, national championship. We're going to do all that. Absolutely. We're, we're going to go through. We're going to do all that. We'll go region by region. And it's going to be a great time. And we're glad that you joined us. Yeah, anything and everything. Uh, I can see a couple of listeners out there right now uh, tuning in. Um, we're going to start with a couple of warm-ups. So, I mean, you just heard me. I mean, I cracked a beer. So this is literally live. You will hear everything um, down to we actually have a full spread right in front of us yeah as we expected looks, some people but it uh, looks really good by the way but it so, is just us yeah so if i try to if i try to eat <laughs> if i start <laughs> chewing or something you know, well we'll give we'll give ben like the fill fill for 30 seconds i'm gonna eat because this looks delicious <laughs> yeah so uh here we go uh straight into it so uh, steve you want to get straight into our warm-up topics right now what's your first topic of the night well, you know, I, I feel like we should, let's start let's start at the beginning. So let's let's start at, at the, the the first four, if you will, the playing games. Oh like, yeah, well, let's just, let's just start with you know we'll start with those. And really quick, this is a tangent. I don't like the fact that teams that won their conference tournament to get an automatic bid, then still has to technically, quote unquote, play in to get into the quote unquote real tournament. All right. If you've won your conference tournament and you get an automatic bid, you should be in the field. I'm I love the four playing games, the first four, the first round, whatever you want to call it. To me, 
There should not be two 16s playing in the in the in the first four. Make it for the four 11 seeds instead of for two 11s and two 16s. If you're in the tournament, if you've got your automatic bid, I think you should be in. But like Appalachia State and Norfolk State both did what they were supposed to do. They won their conference tournament. Yet they have to play a game against each other for the right to go get their butts kicked by Gonzaga. Same thing with Mount St. Mary's and Texas Southern. They have to play for the right to go lose to Michigan. The teams that don't have a beef, obviously, are those quote-unquote bubble teams that got in, in in the first four, Wichita State versus Drake. And then <laughs> the surprising one, at least in this state, is MSU versus UCLA, that MSU has to play a quote-unquote playing game. Now, here's the thing about Michigan State. They're 15-12. and 12. They were 9-11 in conference and in the best conference by far in basketball in the Big Ten. Some of their non-conference wins that normally would help more, like they beat Notre Dame and Duke really early. Normally, those would be good, but this year, it doesn't really mean a whole lot to beat, especially to beat Duke or Notre Dame. Neither were tournament teams. And then, of course, they have some terrible losses. They got killed by Rutgers. They got killed by Minnesota. You know, they, they lost to Northwestern early. You know, Wisconsin's obviously in the field, but they lost to them as well. You know, they have their losses. But MSU fans will just remind you that they beat Illinois, Ohio State, and Michigan with base in a week, by the way, yeah. which is two one seeds and a two seed. And they had they had 20 games against quad one or quad two teams. So obviously they had a tough schedule. They have the talent, obviously. Aaron Henry's very good. Joey Hauser is good when he plays to his ability. Same thing with Rocket Watts, Gay Brown, Josh Langford. They have the pieces. I mean, we'll talk about the matchup more when we get into that specific region. But very interesting that they're in that playing game. But they have, to me, they have only themselves to blame. They basically they beat they beat Illinois, Ohio State, and Michigan in a week, right? And they have all this momentum. And they go into the Big Ten tournament in the first round, well, the core, whatever you want to call it, their first game, they lay an egg against Maryland and get killed, right? So, well, they didn't get killed, but, you know, they lost by double digits. So you have only yourself to blame. You're in a, and in my personal opinion, and obviously I don't know, I'm not on the selection committee. My personal opinion, if they win that game, they are not in this playing game. But they lost that game. Now they're in this playing game. So they only have themselves, you know, themselves to blame. But, you know, they they obviously they they have enough wins to be in the tournament, obviously, but they also have some really bad losses where you could definitely make the case that if they're not the name of Michigan State, you know, maybe they don't get in. But obviously they have the wins, but they also have some some really bad <laughs> bad losses as well. Um but you know, just why let's just let's just briefly Get it, get it over with quickly. I mean, I, because the game doesn't matter. So we'll just we'll just talk about the games, the the, the two sixteen teams. Real quick, Mount St. Mary's, they're twelve and 10, 9 and ten, seven in conference. They played Maryland and VCU, lost to both of those guys. Um, their leading scorer is Jay, guy, guy named Jalen Gibbs, who averages sixteen and a half a game. Um, but they, you know, they're they're twelve and ten. They were only nine and seven in conference, right? So they don't really have a beef to, to, you know, to, 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 to be in the playing game, except that they did what they were supposed to do, which was win their conference tournament. They're playing Texas Southern who I'm, I'm giving the edge to Texas Southern on this one. That's who I did. Yeah. Yeah. They are 16, eight. They've won nine in a row. They're 10 and three in conference. 
and here's the thing they played washington state auburn oklahoma state so they they played i think it lost those teams yes but at least they played some people um michael weathers is their best player 16 and a half and almost five and a half rebounds a game if john walker the third who averages almost 12 and six so they could score a little bit and I, I i believe that texas southern is better than mount st mary's i think they're going to win that game so i gave that circle to texas southern but obviously it doesn't matter because you're going to play the one in the next round but just might as well talk about it so we'll talk about it i give it to texas southern on that one on the app state and um norfolk state appalachian state 17 and 11 they were seven and eight in conference they have won four in a row um they struggled a little bit early they lost to bowling green um early in the year which was about the fourth or fifth best back team led by of course justin turner from michigan quick shout out um they also played tennessee and auburn so they did play some big boys um adrian delft is their leading scorer at 13.2 a game justin frost has 13 points gaming himself so they've won some games experienced team and you know app state's kind of kind of fun and i actually gave them the nod over norfolk state because mm. of playing because of they played some uh main conference if you want to call them bcs you want to call them power five whatever you want to call them they've played some big big games where Norf norfolk state yeah they're 16 7 8 and 4 in conference they have won six in a row Devonte cars averaging about 15 and a half and five rebounds a game for them joe bryant jr's averaging almost 12 and they've won six in a row so you think they'd have some confidence but they don't have a non-conference let alone win they didn't even have a good non-conference game against anybody so at least app app state tried to you know play tennessee they played auburn they put you know they tried to play some people so that's going to give me the 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 nod to app state but again the winner of that game gets to go lose to gonzaga so what are, what are you really winning you know, <laughs> yeah you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> which that was the one that i was actually a toss-up on was that one and i actually just before uh we we started this whole thing I actually said, how do you win one of those seats? I mean, like, because it just seems. Yeah, you're like, what did you do to deserve that? Yeah, like, I mean, it seems like you're kind of kicking a dog when it's You're like, down, hey, great, right? like, great, I, great job winning your conference tournament. Like, we asked you to do. Now you get to go play yeah. a playing game to then yeah. go beat against, lose against the number one overall seed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's like, how many how many hoops do I have to jump through? Of course, that's, that's also the reason that we do it the way we do it, right? Like, uh, yeah. It, this is the reason that Gonzaga is playing the lowest seed, right? Ab right. Ab like I mean, absolutely, like, like, absolutely. Obviously, that's not going to be a challenge for them. But yeah, and then in, and then in the other two, quick, uh, quickly in the in the playing in the playing games, first four, whatever you want to call it, Wichita State and, and Drake. I actually like Wichita State. Um, I think the Shockers are, are, are a pretty good team. I'm not crazy on Drake this year. I'll keep this one short. So I actually have Wichita State winning that game the msu ucla game you can call me a homer if you want because i live in michigan 100 i'm going with the spartans on this one yeah. give me tom Izzo in, in in the tournament any day of the week and and like we mentioned a, a little bit ago they have the talent they, they beat michigan illinois and ohio state in a week for a reason they have the ability to do it now they also have the ability to lay an egg but i don't think the ucla is that good maybe it's you know east coast bias if you will you're not showing love for the west you know the west coast and the pac 12 but i think michigan state's the better team i think they win that game and move on where the michigan state would play byu and wichita state would play usc but we'll get to that 
those games when we get to them and in, in that when we go region by region region by region yeah no shocker here i i had the exact same thing with michigan state um i did have drake though uh i did think that drake i i don't know much about him no argument <laughs> per se <laughs> to argue against it i mean because it's like like you said before it's like let's win this game just to you know get defeated in the next round yeah and and, and those but those play-in games those first four being an 11 seed they have to think they have some confidence going against the team they're playing incidentally i mean if msu or ucla wins They'd be playing BYU, who, of course, is the second-best team in the West Coast Conference, obviously, behind Gonzaga. And so those are both Power 5 major schools probably thinking that they could give BYU a pretty good game if, if, yeah. if they get there. And and same thing with with, with Shaw State or Drake. It'd be like, you know what? USC's not that good. They're like the fourth-best Pac-12 team, and I'm not that worried about them. Like, who cares? Let's give ourselves a shot, right? Of course, usually it's the teams that – are looking ahead to someone that then get upset before they play that that team. So if Mich and, then, and don't get me wrong, if Michigan State looks past UCLA and just tries to focus on BYU, UCLA can beat them absolutely. But I do think that that MSU and Wichita State respectively will win those two games. All right, so here's how it's gonna go, guys out there. We're gonna just slowly break these down region by region similar to what they did on on the the television as my father says i saw you on the espn yeah, on the espn <laughs> all right so we got the uh how shall i put this the uh right upper corner region <laughs> <laughs> i know they're, they're still they're still going by East and West and Midwest, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But they're all playing at the same. They're all playing in, in Indiana. They're all playing in the same place. So it's just kind of funny. Um, you, you you know, still doing the regions, but the yeah. north side of the gym. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> These following schools we played in north side of Indianapolis. <laughs> These schools will play in the east side of Indianapolis. But. Yeah, so the, the first bracket we're going with is the uh, upper, uh, uh, yeah, I guess the upper left-hand corner. Yeah, upper so. left-hand corner. In fact, we'll straight just go in order that they were released tonight. So, exactly. We'll start with, obviously, the Gonzaga bracket at the one seed. That's what we can just call them. We just call them whoever the one seed is in, in, in that bracket. We can just call it the Gonzaga bracket, the Baylor bracket, the Illinois bracket, the Michigan bracket. Um, but this will keep it simple. Obviously, we'll, we'll, I can, I'll talk more about Gonzaga as we move on. Obviously, Gonzaga is going to win this game We can against Appalachian State or Norfolk, Norfolk State. In fact, Appalachian State and Norfolk State could come together, pick their best 10 players between the two teams, and still lose to Gonzaga. So, <laughs> so yeah, Gonzaga, obviously, in that matchup, which brings us to Oklahoma versus Missouri. Now, this is an interesting one. Oklahoma's been kind of up and down a little bit. Missouri's had some good wins, too, in the SEC. I'm going to give Missouri the edge here just because their assistant coach, Cornell Mann, he's a Michigan guy. He's used to be an assistant at Western before, Dayton, Iowa State, and also was an assistant at Central Michigan. So, Corn, I'm rooting for you. Go Missouri. Really? I had Oklahoma on this one. 
Is that because you like the musical Oklahoma? Yeah, sure. I don't know. It just felt right at the time. Okay. You know, it wasn't it wasn't necessarily. But you really think Missouri, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Missouri. Again, the eight nine games are basically a toss. up Yeah, it's kind of and a toss up. Yeah. What do you win after you win an eight nine game? You get to go play the one seed. So yeah. And I'm sure you yeah. have Gonzaga beating Oklahoma too in the oh, next right. round. I, yeah, right. yeah. And I have Gonzaga beating Missouri in the next round. So Absolutely. it so, really doesn't matter yeah. that much. All right. Next up, we got uh, Creighton versus. Uh, I have he, UC Santa Barbara. Yeah, UC Santa Barbara. Yeah, Is that UC what Santa I wrote Barbara. wrote yeah. down really fast? Yeah. <laughs> These are all handwritten, by the way. So I'm. The I apologize. UC Santa Barbara. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, besides being in Santa Barbara, so you know they're happy because it's a beautiful area and. Uh, my sister actually went to college in Westmont, which is in Santa Barbara, and I school in Santa Barbara. So I've been to Santa Barbara many times. Great restaurant called Longboards right there on the beach. If you ever in that area, check it out. Uh, UC Santa Barbara is twenty-two and four. They're fifteen-three in conference. They've won five in a row. They don't have any major non-conference games either um, that they played. Jacquelyn uh, McCollum, and if I mess up people's names, I apologize. Averaging almost seventeen a game, and Ajar Sammy is at twelve point five. So they can score the ball a little bit. Now, in saying that, I do think Creighton is going to win. Some interesting stuff with Creighton. Their coach, um, McDermott, was suspended for one game uh, based on a horribly, horribly worded post-game talk where he used, if you haven't seen or heard it, where he used the word that we need everyone to stay on the plantation. Yeah, just... Not very smart and just horrible. Probably should have lost his job for it, but he doesn't. He just got a one-game suspension. Now he's back. We'll see if the you know if the players are still playing hard for him. But Creighton's better than UC Santa Barbara, so I do have them winning this game. You have uh, Creighton, right? I do have Creighton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who I had too as well. Uh, we next up we have Virginia versus Ohio. Yes, O H I O, O H I O. Good old. Not not to be confused Ohio. with the Ohio State University. Nope, just the book, the Bobcats of Ohio. Just the Bobcats. Uh, of Ohio. Mac champion, sixteen and seven, nine and five in conference. They actually played Illinois earlier in this year and only lost by two points. They played very well. Jason Preston, who had who averaged over seventeen a game. Six rebounds and six assists. Almost seven assists, 6.9. We'll, we'll bump that up. Seven assists a game. He's a great player. He's actually, if you haven't seen him play, he's really, Preston is really good. He's a he's a pro. Whether he gets sticks with an NBA team or goes overseas will, will be remain to be seen. But he's a talented player who's going to get paid to play basketball here when it's all said and done. He's only a junior, so he could come back. Well, obviously, technically, everybody could come back because the NCAA is granting everybody a year free if they want to. But... Ohio also beat Cleveland State, who's in the tournament, 101 to 46. Like, so Ohio's got some talent. I actually have them picking to beat Virginia, and I'll tell you why in a second before you call me a Mac Homer, because I went to CMU and Ohio's a Mac school. And my friend, my buddy, he's not my friend, I coached him at camps and worked out with him. Nolan Foster is on Ohio too, from Manawan. So shout out to Nolan. But I'm picking Ohio to win this game because one, 
who knows if Virginia will even be able to play it. They had a they had to forfeit their game in the in the uh, ACC tournament because of COVID issues, and now they need seven straight days of negative tests before they can go. So not all their players will be able to arrive in Indiana at the same time. They got to get tested, you know, consecutive days before this game can even happen. And real quick, that, that could bring me, for, you know, to say this. So there's four teams on standby, Louisville, Colorado State, St. Louis, and Ole Miss in that order. That if a at-large team has some issues with testing or whatever by Tuesday, those team, one of those teams, in, in that order, so Louisville first and Colorado State, then St. Louis and Ole Miss, one of the, those teams would then go in and take their spot in the tournament. And if a team that won the automatic bid from their conference tournament, if they get eliminated, then a team from that same conference would replace them and take their spot. But all of that, again, it still has to happen by Tuesday. Anything after that, it just becomes a forfeit and whoever they were going to play moves on. So because of the question marks with Virginia and who they'll have, who they won't have, who will be there, who won't be there, will they even be there? I'm picking Ohio to win that game. Yeah, I got Ohio as well. I think this is an upset. I think this is this is what it is. And in fact, that brings us to one of our first uh, online questions. Oh, great. Right up the alley. So this one's coming in at from, uh, sorry if I pronounce your username wrong, but I think it's Tinobug237. Tinobug? Okay. Do you know who this is? I think I do, yeah. Okay. Uh, so will we see as many upsets this year with the lack of fans? Which is an interesting thought, right? Yeah, like, it, I mean, it, actually, because... It is, and, and it's interesting. I, I actually think, overall, I think the top teams, and I'm, I'm not going to give up too much information because we're going to go through and, and pick each game, but I do think that the top, top teams are going to kind of advance because I think they are better than everybody else. But I definitely think there's going to be some... Some, some, give some, and take. some give and take and some upsets, but it's a great point because especially if you're if you're a lower seed, you have to remember if you've ever been to an NCAA tournament game, and I'm lucky enough that I've been to a couple. You're they're in they're in they're in they're in quads, if you will, right? So there's a morning session, afternoon session, evening session, whatever. So you basically you have team you have fans for four at of four teams during you know at each game. And trust me, when that higher seed is losing, everybody else except their fans of that team are rooting it for the underdog. So you basically yeah. have 75% of the arena cheering for the underdog yeah. and just the 25% that's their fans cheering cheering for them. So that is really a great point that you do see that a little bit because if, if that 12 is being that 5 a little bit, all of a sudden you start the crowd starts getting into it. You know, especially if, like what they would used to do, like they'd put for travel wise, like they put Duke and UNC in the same, you know, place in the first round or whatever, even though they're in different, you know, brackets, just so their fans would obviously be cheering for whatever team they're playing against. Um, so I, so I do think that that's going to be a factor, and I actually, without giving up too much away, I actually am picking a lot of chalk this year, going with high seeds. There's a couple upsets, obviously. But it is a really great point that without 
the students and the bands and the and the full crowd. It is going to be a lot different, and you know, playing in in Indy, you know, kind of you kind of saw it during the Big Ten uh, championship game, and you know, Illinois. Not that Ohio State's far from Indy and Columbus, but there was a lot more Illinois fans there tonight than than there were Ohio State fans. So that's true. Does that give you a little bit of a lift for the teams that are, you know, in that area and without Indiana in the tournament, without Notre Dame in the tournament? You know, Illinois is is you know one of the closer you know the right. closer main teams. So we'll see if that kind of gives them a little bit of an edge. But to answer the question shortly after I just did that long segue, I do think overall there will not be as many upsets because of that. Though I do think there will be some based on who's available or not available because of COVID, and that's obviously something that you can't prepare for. You know. Georgia Tech just won the, the the ACC tournament, and they had to beat Florida State to do it. So, you know, props to them. But they got a free pass in the semifinals that they didn't have to beat Virginia because of the COVID issues. Virginia just forfeited, and they you know got to move on. So they literally got to go to the championship game without having to you know play Virginia, who's obviously very good if they're at full strength. You know, same thing with with Duke. They were kind of rolling a little bit, but then they got to get sent home. So maybe things would have been different if they if they could have you know played it. So it's, there's no question that COVID is going to play a factor, yeah. Both on who's available and how many people can be in the arena. Well, I would imagine that also um, the idea that uh, I mean it, it's not so much fans because I mean we have we have shown that in the last year of sports, right? before the NCAA. Now, these are college students, so that's that is a good point. I mean, it's hard to say whether the fans are affecting them more than they do other professional sports teams. Obviously, this is the first thing that has happened in college in quite some time. This is really the first national televised event for college sports. You know, so yeah, I think that this is an interesting. Well, I mean, yeah, the Division Three, you know, canceled their tournament. Yeah, Division Two did, did you know, is having theirs, but but yeah, this is the obviously as far as big mainstream. Yeah, the tournament was obviously canceled last year, which was a huge blow for everyone. You know, the the bar industry, the gaming, the casino industry, yeah. the bet sports betting, and then obviously the money that it makes for. CBS and and TV, TNT and, T, and uh, TNT and TBS and True TV because it's the one weekend a year that I have to find out where True TV, TV True TV is because <laughs> it's the only time I ever watch True TV. Um, but yeah, so it, it's going to be interesting to see. And we talked about this earlier before in other shows that because we about how the fact that every game at least took place in the NFL was changed a lot, but at least they, they started and they, and they stopped. The NBA last year, they had a long stop, but they had a bubble and they finished, right? And now right. this year, they've had games postponed, but they're still going forward and they, they look to be able to, to have a conclusion. Obviously, you hope and pray that everybody is healthy and safe first and foremost, but you also obviously hope that there could be an end to it. Correct. And you could crown a champion... I mean, yeah. Virginia, Virginia right now is technically still defending champions. 
they won in 2019 and there wasn't one last year. So they're they're still technically the defending champions, even though they, you know, their last NCAA tournament win was 740 days ago or whatever it was, you know, because it was basically two years ago. I mean, even even in this minor uh, version of sports news that we are, <laughs> we have talked about COVID more times than I can count. I mean, as per everyone has this past year. So, well, yeah, obviously you can't talk about anything right now without, without at least mentioning yeah. it or how is it going to be affected because of it? You know, whatever. Yeah, so. absolutely. Uh, I have completely forgotten. Oh, we are in Kansas versus East Washington. Is that Eastern Washington? Eastern Washington. Well, we didn't, right? we didn't officially say we talked about the oh, Wichita. Oh, Wichita oh, that's yeah, right. We talked about that's Wichita right. State and Drake. Yep. We didn't officially say if USC. We had them beat USC. Okay. Which I actually have Wichita State beating USC. See, um, I have I have USC beating okay. Drake. Drake. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we are we are different in that one as well. Yeah. Which is good. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm glad we're not like every game is right. Because we did we didn't like talk. No, about we didn't. This we didn't talk as about we this at as all. we as we filled them out. We no. we just filled them out on our own. Yeah. So. I was figuring Drake would would beat out at the beginning and, and I have no justification for that let me explain that at all which sometimes can be the best way I mean I have this. It's just no, completely no justification I, I I just picked right and I, I mean I've heard of Drake you know so that's what I went with so there was no research involved but uh Anyways, then I had obviously USC. You haven't watched a ton of Drake games this year. No, no, <laughs> no just just hasn't been on my radar. So, uh, so next game we got is at Kansas versus Eastern, Eastern Washington, Washington yeah. right? At Eastern Washington, won the uh, power conference that is the Big Sky. They were sixteen and seven overall. They were twelve and three in uh, conference play. Now they 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 did try to play some power, you know, conferences. They played Washington State, Arizona, Oregon, you know, so they played some Pac-12 schools. They lost to all of them, but at least, you know, at least they tried. Uh, Tanner Groves is their leading scorer at uh, 16.5 points a game, 7.8 rebounds a game. Abdul Muhammad, Muhammad yes, 15 and 8 for him for Eastern Washington. I just wanted to mention them. Congratulations on winning the Big Sky. You're going to lose to Kansas. I, I have I have Kansas yeah. winning this game. Yeah, I have Kansas winning this one as well. Um, next up, we got Oregon versus VCU. Yeah, the Ducks of Oregon versus VCU. And, man, I'm going to – I hope there's not a lot of people that are going to watch this that are Pac-12 fans because they're going to think I'm, like, the biggest Pac-12, Pac-10, whatever you want to call it now. Pac-12 with 10 teams. Um <laughs> Just like the Big Ten has fourteen, but, they, they but, uh, have they have trouble doing math out there. Yeah, <laughs> but I actually have VCU winning this game. Really? I, I just don't have a lot of faith. I guess you're seeing. I don't have a lot of faith in the Pac-12 at all. Um, in fact, I don't know if I picked a Pac-12 team. Well, um, we'll get there. I guess. Actually, there's one, so we'll we'll get there. But I'm I just feeling I just don't. Eight. Yeah, I know. Send me letters, Pac-12 commissioner. Yeah, I. I, I have VCU winning this game again. It won't shock me if the if the Ducks win, obviously, you know. But if if the, if the Oregon women's team was playing, I would pick Oregon to win because they have a really good women's program. Their their, their men's program doesn't do anything for me. Um, so though they do have a Michigan connection in, J- in Jalen Terry from Flint Beecher, who actually originally committed to MSU, then decommitted, and then went to Oregon. So I guess I should pick Oregon, but I'm going to pick VCU anyway. I you know I picked Oregon. 
I got the ducks all the way. I, I, you know, that's just a feeling. I, quack, I, quack, quack, Mr. Quack, 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 you got quack, 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 Mr. Duckworth. <laughs> you may have paid for that jersey, <laughs> yeah, sir. Yeah, but yeah, You didn't earn you it. Did, you did not earn it. Uh, no, that's a, that's a smart pick. Oregon will probably win. But next up, we got Iowa versus GCU. The Grand Canyon, ladies and gentlemen. The Grand Canyon. And and let me explain this too real quick. I have a connection with this. I used to teach at Northern Arizona University. We often played Grand Canyon University in basketball especially. So I have a connection here. I did not pick them. <laughs> Which is smart. Yeah. <laughs> they, they are they are 17 and, and 6, 19-3 in conference. They actually lost by one uh, to Arizona State. So, you know, they tried. They, they lost also by 10 to Colorado, um, who was in the Pac-12 uh, conference tournament game where they lost to Oregon State. Okay, now I'm going to absolutely butcher this guy's name, so I'm really sorry. <laughs> He's a seven-footer. His name is like Ajaborn Migtagard. But he's averaging one hundred percent. You yeah. got it. Yeah, right. nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Fourteen and ten, basically. But the big thing, just because it gives me an, um, a chance to bring this up, because it's he's it's one of my favorite March Madness moments. Grand Canyon. This is their first year coached by Bryce Drew, who, if you remember, when he played for Valparaiso, hit that great shot, a three at the buzzer, uh, to beat Ole Miss when he was playing for his dad, Homer Drew. He's obviously the brother of Scott Drew, who coaches at Baylor. So, basketball family, obviously. And, and it also makes me say, you know, Bryce Drew doing well in his first year at Grand Canyon. And, of course, he replaced CMU legend Thunder Dan Marley, who was the coach mm-hmm. of Grand Canyon up until last year. So, now that I got those name drops out of the way, Iowa rolls. <laughs> well, you know, I obviously I did not uh, shy away from this one. I have Iowa as well. So uh, I guess we're moving on to the next quadrant. Well, do you want to go to the next quadrant or, or do, do you want to finish each continue? region? Do you want to finish each region? Do we continue Let's up finish until... each region. Okay. Let's finish each region. I like so that idea. So we go up until the final four? Yeah, from each region. Okay. Yeah. I like All right. that idea. So go, going back up to the top. Right. I have Gonzaga, Missouri. You have Gonzaga, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Either way, I bet you we both have Gonzaga. You, correct. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Now you have... I have Actually, Creighton. We both have Creighton, Ohio. Yeah, Creighton, Ohio. I took Creighton. I took Creighton. Okay, perfect. And now this one, I have Wichita State, Kansas. I you have, would have USC, USC Kansas. Kansas. I have Kansas winning. I have USC winning. Ooh, I like it. I like it. See, I think USC is going to okay. upset a little bit. Okay, here. I like it. The Trojans. Yeah. And then BC, I would have VCU, you have Oregon against Iowa. I have Iowa. I have Iowa as well. And then I got USC versus Iowa. Mm-hmm. Do you do you have is the is the Cinderella run continuing? No. Okay, I have Iowa as well beating yeah. Kansas. Yeah. And I have Gonzaga beating Creighton. Yeah, I have Gonzaga beating Iowa. Okay. 
right? So yeah. Gonzaga would be and my I have Gonzaga, final. Yep, I have Gonzaga then beating Iowa too yeah. in the Elite Eight, going to the Final Four. Oh, um, I see. No, I said, I'm sorry. We, I was skipped to one. Yeah, I have Gonzaga beating, beating Creighton. Yeah. Yep, and then I have Gonzaga, USC, Gonzaga over that. Or I'm sorry. You have USC, Iowa, Iowa, and then Iowa over them, and then Gonzaga, yep. Iowa. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and we'll, we'll just quickly... I guess we'll quickly address it. If you didn't know, that is one of the wins that Gonzaga has. They've already beaten Iowa. Correct. Um, Correct. They, yeah. Yes, they have in the West. They're obviously they're twenty six zero in my minimal conference. <laughs> and people will say, "Oh, how are they the one seed? The West Coast Conference is not that good. They only have them in BYU in the tournament." But they also beat Kansas, Auburn, West Virginia, Iowa, and Virginia. So. They played people, you know, yeah. and, 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 you know, St. Mary's has been good in the West Coast Conference for years. BYU is obviously good. They're in the tournament. So it's not that they haven't played anybody and they were, they weren't winning their conference games by like two points. They had a couple games, but most of them were over 20. Like most of their lines were, was like Gonzaga minus 29 and a half and stuff for, for entertainment purposes only. Um, just kidding. We can say betting purposes now because betting's illegal and in, in, uh, sports betting is illegal now in Michigan. So, but yeah, so we both have Gonzaga coming out of yeah. the Gonzaga bracket, the top left quadrant, the top left quadrant, <laughs> the southern, northern, eastern <laughs> quadrant. We can we can still go by like like region. You can go yeah. north, absolutely northwest region, the southern. We're going to move to the southwest region now, which is the lower left quadrant. <laughs> so first off, we got Illinois, and then I have Drexel or Drexel. Well, we gotta go Drexel. Drexel. We gotta go top first because we gotta do it in the order that they were released to us. Oh, so Baylor, I... Baylor, that Baylor. Oh, was, was it first. Baylor yeah, the top first? One was first? Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. If, we, right, if we stick with it, we'll go. With, okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll go with the top. Top. So. top Right. Top yes, right. The top, the top right quadrant. Okay. So we got uh, Baylor and Hartford. Baylor and yeah, Hartford. It's going to be a nail biter. Um, it's going to be a real close <laughs> game. Um, <laughs> not even a little bit. But I will I will give Hartford some love. Won the American East 15 8, 8 and 6 in conference. They played Villanova and UConn, lost to both of them. Austin Williams, leading scorer at 13.7 points a game. Uh, Yancey Carter at 11.8. And just because I love his name, Moses Flowers at 11.6. Saying that all, you guys got your your quick recognition. Recognition. Wow. See, I'm I'm looking at this beautiful spread in front of me of great (laughs) food that that Ben has so graciously prepared. And I got tongue-tied. But recognition, and now Baylor wins. There you go. Yeah, I, I got Baylor on that one. Yeah, no, no, good call. <laughs> no problem right there. So next up, we got North Carolina from North Carolina. Yeah, and then we have Washington, Wisconsin, or is it Wisconsin? Yeah, it is Wisconsin. It's the See, Badgers. I was, I wrote. You just wish. wrote W-I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, bad, the Badgers. The Badgers. Badgers. See, I was not prepared when they, when they started announcing. We I, don't need no stinking badgers. I didn't have um, a pencil or a pen, so I was in a panic. UNC in Wisconsin is actually a really big first-round game when you're talking about big schools, Big Ten, ACC, you know, major conferences. And an 8-9 game, 
you know, I mean, this is it's kind of it's kind of nice. But North Carolina is not what they usually are this year, but they're still good. I'm going with Wisconsin. You can call me a Big Ten homer if you want to. The reason why I think it's going to be Wisconsin, they're going to slow the game down. They defend. Mohan and those guys, they'll hit some shots. And Wisconsin will win, but I think this has a chance to be a really good close game. Yeah, I think uh, North Carolina is going to come into it with a uh, great expectations with very little result. I have Wisconsin as well. I like it. I like it a lot. Although I thought it was Washington. No, I didn't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I just I just wrote whiz. <laughs> Sometimes I just can't read my writing. Uh, yeah. So I got Villanova. Nova. Sorry, Villanova. Yes. Next. Nova. And uh, what did I write here? Winthrop. Yes. Did I write Winthrop? You you wrote you wrote Winthrop, <laughs> and you actually wrote correctly. Oh, there you go. They actually are the, the team playing, so congratulations on uh, that. There you go. Good. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Um, and Winthrop is actually really good. They're 23-1. and one. They're 17-1 in conference. Uh, Chandler Vandrim, they're balanced scoring, though. He's their leading scorer only at 12.5 points a game. Charles Fallon is at just over 10. DJ Brunson is just over 10. So they're kind of moved, you know, balanced scoring. You can't just focus on one guy. And they're 23 and 1. You know, they, they've obviously they're they're talented. They won the Big South. They've been there before. And I have 12 seed Winthrop beating the five seed Wildcats of Villanova. Really? You know, a 12-5 matchup, you always have a 5 beat, beat a 12 at least once. And this at least is one of my 12-5 well, upsets this year. That was my gentlemen. that was my USC. Yeah. That was my USC. I do not. I disagree with you. You have Nova. I have Nova. Okay. I'm going Nova all the way. Oh, I mean, okay. Well, no, 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 no. Whoa, 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 whoa. All the way in this whoa, game. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Let's not jump the gun there. Whoa. So, uh, yeah. Next up, we got Purdue versus Perdon. North Texas. Is that what I have? End Texas. Purdue, Purdue. Yes, North Texas. Is it North Texas? It is North Texas. You know, did, did what they had to do. They won their conference, you know, tournament to, to get in. Um. I think Purdue is really good. Yeah. Tristan Williams, who's from Detroit, Michigan kid, just a load. He's had a great year. He's a great player. So definitely rooting for him. And I think they will win. And I, I think even if I didn't have somebody that I'm on Purdue that I know and I've coached at, at Kansas stuff, I still would have <laughs> picked them to win. But because I don't have a lot of faith in North Texas. So they have won four in a row. They, 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 they played Arkansas, Mississippi State, West Virginia, Loyola Chicago. Like, they tried to play some teams, 17-9, 9-5 in conference. Uh, Javier Hamlet uh, leads them in scoring with 15 per game. But Purdue's the better team. Purdue's going to win, and that's really all that needs to be said. Yeah. I have Purdue winning that one as well. Uh, next up, we got Texas Tech versus Utah State. Yeah, you know, Texas Tech is one of those teams, they defend well. You know, they made the Final Four. Well, I guess it was last tournament in 2019. So they can do some things. 
you know, Utah State is a team that you'll you'll probably see and hear these next couple days as, as a team that someone will mention that maybe shouldn't have got in over a team that, that, that didn't get in. And sometimes teams like that then go on runs and, you know, all of a sudden make the Sweet 16 or something like that where you're like, oh, they don't deserve to get in. And all of a sudden they win a couple games. Not so fast, sweetheart. Texas Tech wins this game. Yeah, I yeah I have Texas Tech over Utah, definitely. Um, not much to say about that. No, I mean, there's there's really not much to talk about that one either. I agree. It's Texas Tech's a better team. It brings us to Arkansas and Colgate, and that's that's an interesting one. <laughs> Arkansas and Colgate. Yeah, Colgate. Colgate. <laughs> yeah. Is that really the way that they? Uh, yeah. I wrote it down that way. Colgate. I winner, need... winner of the of the uh, Patriot League, they were fourteen and one, eleven and one in conference. Is this their really only a... their only loss was a two point loss to Army on January third. The only reason why I mentioned that is because the day before, because that's what the Patriot League did. They played Friday, Saturday with double headers or or whatever against the same team. So on January third, they lost to Army by two points. The day before, on January second, they beat Army one hundred one to fifty seven. Wow. So maybe just a little overconfident the next day in Army yeah. BT by two, right? But they're a great team. Um, they just won 85-72 to win their, their this... uh, conference uh, tournament final. Jordan Burns has 17 points a game for him, their leading scorer. And I'm just because they've won so many games in a row, they've had a good year, I was really tempted to pick Colgate to beat Arkansas. But... They're not going to. No. I have Arkansas. No. I got the Razorbacks. Yeah. All the way yeah. on this one. Is the Colgate, is that uh, where the Colgate factory is possibly? We're going to need our research and development department uh, to look that up. <laughs> I don't that, think uh, so. Is that, uh, I, I bet, I wonder if in, in Colgate they're allowed to sell Crest in Colgate. Hey now. Hey, I mean, no, no, uh, sponsorship pending, by the way. Um, and then we have Florida versus Virginia Tech. Yeah, and I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I actually thought about this one for like, you did? 15 seconds. I, I do have Florida winning. Okay. Yeah. I, really? I do have Florida yeah, winning. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Florida winning. Yeah. yeah, sorry. Yeah. 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 I have Florida winning as well. I was going to say, you thought about this one, really? I thought, I thought about it. I thought about it for 15 yeah, yeah. whole seconds. All right. And, next uh, up, we got the Ohio State University, which, by the way, they wrote on the bracket, not at the Ohio State University. They only wrote Ohio State University, which I'm okay with. Me too. But versus Oregon? I have wrote or Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts. <laughs> yes. I wrote or. <laughs> Oral Roberts, your winner of the Summit League, 16 and 10 overall, 10 and 5 in a conference, did uh, play, try to play Missouri and Oklahoma and Arkansas and Wichita State and Oklahoma State and lost all of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but. They have a six foot one guard sophomore Max Abrams, who's averaging twenty four and a half points a game. Wow! So I'm actually looking forward to seeing him play. He's a ninety percent free throw shooter. He's shooting over forty three percent from three. 
So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing Max Abrams on a bigger stage for Oral Roberts against Ohio State. They also have a junior in, in Kevin Oberon who averages 18 points in nine and a half rebounds a game. So they score some points. Yeah, that's Unfortunately, it. they're going against Ohio State, who's really good, led by the, one of the prides of Grand Rapids Christian High School, Dwayne Washington Jr., who had a career-high 32 points today and, and unfortunately in a losing effort against Illinois. But obviously, I've got to go with, with Dwayne Washington Jr. and the Buckeyes uh, in, in this one. And But I am looking forward to seeing how Max plays in a, in a bigger you know venue. But yeah, Ohio State's going to win. Yeah, unfortunately, I have the same thing. Um, there's no uh, love loss, obviously, in this room for Ohio. But, uh, but I mean, at the same time, yeah, you got to look at the writing on the wall. You know, so going back to the top here, I have Baylor. You have Baylor, correct? 100%, yes. You have uh, Wisconsin. I do. I have Wisconsin. Yes. Who do you think wins? I think Wisconsin can try to slow the game down a little bit and, and all that good stuff, but I, I do think that Baylor is going yeah. is going to win, yes. Yeah, ultimately Baylor's going to be the overcomer of that one. Uh, next, I have Villanova versus Purdue. I believe you have the same. No, you have Winthrop versus Purdue, and yeah. I do have Purdue winning. Yeah. Um, and real quick, just for fun, because I just looked it up, Colgate University was actually founded in 1819. Oh, way um, before Colgate. And the company. the company Colgate was not started until 1873. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Just wanted to share that because I know everybody was concerned about that. But, uh, yeah, great, great question. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, next up, well, I have... Purdue winning over yes, that I have Purdue. I, yeah. I have Purdue over Withrop. You have Purdue you, over Villanova. Nova. And then we both have Texas Tech, Arkansas, correct? Correct. And I have Arkansas. I have Texas Tech. Oh, I like that, though. I like that pick for you. Yeah. You might I be have right. Texas Tech. I, I, I actually think, was going back and forth on that. I, I think the Razorbacks are going to get too yeah. confident. Yeah. I, I They have a tendency to do it, man. Yeah. If, if anything says the Razorbacks do that a lot. Yeah. That's and my... Then, and then the next round... I got Florida versus I, I, or, or Florida Utah. Ohio State. Yeah. yeah, this this might be if you're a Michigan fan, these might be your two least favorite teams. Like Correct. Your fa- your least favorite non conference team and against your least favorite conference team. Like Correct. This, this is so it's probably hard for a lot of those Michigan fans to to announce that either one of these teams are good. Ohio State's good. They're going to win this game. Yeah, <laughs> I I got Ohio State going in. There. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So back up to the top. We, we both got, have Baylor and Purdue. Purdue right? Correct. Yeah, I have Baylor winning. I have Baylor winning yeah. as well. And then Texas Tech, Ohio State. And I have Arkansas, Ohio State, but I have Ohio State winning. I have Ohio State winning as well. So that we both have Baylor and Ohio State. Mm-hmm. I have the Bears of Baylor. Ohio State. Oh, nice. I know. Nice. It kills me. It kills me to say that. As much as it 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 it's a deep, deep, deep seated anger within me. But first cut is the deep. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh next do we go to the uh 
now we go to the lower left. Now we go to the lower right with Illinois bracket against Drexel. Yeah. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah. by the way, Drexel, CAA champions. They're 12 and 7. They were 4 and 5 in conference, uh, but they won four games in a row. They lost to Pitt. They lost to St. Joe's. So they, they tried to play some people. Um, no, they did beat St. Joe's. Excuse me. My apologies. Cameron Winter is their best player, 16.8 points a game. James Butler, 12 and a half. Well, 12.9, we'll call it 13 points a game. I say that to give them their props. Illinois obviously beats them. Yeah, I got Illinois as well. Obviously. Uh, next we obviously. got obviously. Obviously. Um, next we have uh, Lola? Loyola Chicago. Loyola Chicago. See, I had Chicago, yeah. but I like really butchered the first <laughs> word on that one. Uh, Georgia versus Georgia Tech. Yeah, yeah. Which versus... I I'm kind of surprised that Georgia Tech was... is seated lower. Yeah, I mean they they made Georgia Tech made a great run in, in the uh, ACC championship, winning the championship. Obviously, just beating Florida State and and winning and winning the uh, the conference championship. Got to give them credit, coached by Josh Pastner, the the um, former uh, Memphis and some other places uh, head coach. I may or may not have his phone number in my phone. It's neither here nor there. Um, it's probably not his number anymore, though, because it was from a while ago. But anywho, I would love to say that, you know, Georgia Tech's going to win this game. But I'm going to be a little bit more of a homer because Loyola Chicago won their 24-4, and 16-2 in conference, lost a tight one to uh, Wisconsin earlier in the year. Cameron Kitchens, their best player at 15.7 rebounds a game. And their assistant coach, Drew Valentine, if you recognize that name, yes, that's Denzel Valentine's older brother. So he's he also went to Lansing Sexton. He was on Michigan State staff um, before when they went to the tournament. He was, a, he was a player at Oakland when they went to the tournament. So he's, he's battle-tested in the tournament as an assistant coach. And I just... Georgia Tech's on that great run. I think Josh Pastor's a good coach. Eight, nine games or toss-ups. Either way, I have them losing to Illinois in the next round anyway, so it doesn't hurt me that much. But I do have Loyola Chicago winning this game. But I will briefly give some love to Georgia Tech, though, because they did have a great run in in their uh, conference uh, tournament there, obviously winning that. They, they're probably in without it, but obviously getting that automatic bid is is really nice and, and it's great for them. So congrats! I mean, congratulations to them, obviously. But yeah, I I, I do have Loyola Chicago winning this game. Really, I have. The, I really do. I mean, here's the thing. I mean, they're seventeen and eight. They're eleven and six uh, in conference. Georgia Tech is obviously they just beat Florida State in the finals after they already lost to them twice during the year. And they are playing really well. That's eight wins in a row now. Bose is right. Their best scorer at 17.4 a game. Also eight rebounds. Jose Alvedar, 15.5. Michael DeVore, 15.1. Like I just said, Josh Pastor is a great coach. So I'm not going to fight anybody who wants to pick Georgia Tech. I'm not going to try to talk you out of it. I actually have no problem with it. I'm just going to give my little Chicago just that little bit of an edge. Yeah. You know, I have... I, I I did Georgia Tech just because I thought I thought that they were kind of seated, kind of low in the decision, and I think that that's going to be an upset, and I, it's not going to last long. 
No, I mean, the eight, nine games, again, they're pretty much a coin flip. And yeah. Either way, you're going to go play Illinois the next round anyway. So, yeah. But. Uh, next up, we got Oregon State. Yes, in Tennessee. In Tennessee. Because you're the only 10 I see. 10 I see. Now, Oregon no, State. Now, Oregon State. Here's a team that took someone's spot because they were not going to make the tournament if they did not win their conference championship. They win their conference championship. Basically, they you know eliminated someone for that because of that. But, yeah, so they had a nice run. Congratulations for them. I think that Tennessee is the better team. I think Tennessee is going to win this game. I mean, so they, yeah. I mean, they, I mean, they, let's say, I mean, Oregon State's 17 and 12. They're 10 and 10 in conference. They have won three in a row, obviously. I mean, they just beat UCLA, Oregon, and Colorado in, you know, back to back games to win the conference tournament. So, congratulations to them on that. Earlier in the year, though, they also lost to Portland and Wyoming. All right. Ethan Thompson's their leading scorer really? at 15.3 a game. Gerald Lucas has 12.9. But yeah, like I said, they don't impress me. They don't do anything for me. So, that's why, with some confidence, I'm not really crazy about Tennessee either, for that matter, but I was able to pick Tennessee to win this game. Yeah, I went with Tennessee as well. Um, just a better seat, yeah. ultimately. No, absolutely. Sure. I mean, uh, next up we got Oklahoma State versus Liberty. We actually, uh, in here in Alma, we have a connection to Liberty. We have a, an actual student that was homeschooled within the Agrashic County region. That actually went to Liberty. Really? Yeah. Very cool. Yep. Very uh, cool. Russell Monroe. Nice. Russell Monroe. Nice. Right there for you. And Liberty won the Atlantic Sun. They're twenty-three and five. They were eleven and two in conference. They won twelve games in a row. They've also beat South Carolina and Mississippi State. So they played some big boys. Lost to Purdue and Missouri. So they're they're battle tested a little bit. Uh, Darius McGree, their leading scorer at 15.6 a game. So, you know, they're they're not a bad team. Like I said, 12 wins in a row. They should come in here pretty confident. Unfortunately for them, they're going against Oklahoma State, which is led by Cade Cunningham, who, though he's not going to win player of the year, like Luke Garza's going to get those awards based on his numbers and everything. But Cade Cunningham is the best player in college basketball, and he will be if he's not the first pick in the draft coming up. He'll be second or no lower lower than third. So it's going to be great to see him play on a national stage. Not a lot of people are going to watch a lot of Oklahoma State games during the year. So this gives you a chance to watch him and watch a really, really good player. So even if you don't watch any college basketball but you're an NBA fan, you definitely want to check out this game to see Kate Cunningham. And obviously, if you're a college basketball fan, you're going to watch every single one of these games. I don't have to give you a reason. So, But I do have Oklahoma State winning this game. Yeah, uh, welcome uh, Terry Jakimiak. We also saw Kyle Behenna on. Kyle! Kyle! I'm better looking than you. Yeah. As well, if you have any questions, just shout them out to us. Uh, so, next up I Ooh, have... San Diego State and Syracuse. Yes. Yeah. And see, this is this is a, an interesting one. See, these are the things that won't happen... Years and years ago, yeah, where a quote, when a quote non-power five team is the high seed in the six eleven game, and the power five team is actually the low seed of the eleven, like Syracuse. I think Syracuse, I think San Diego State is a really good basketball team. 
I don't know if Syracuse should be in. They are. I mean, Jim Beheim's obviously a great coach. Obviously, you know what he's going to do. They're going to play that 2-3 zone. I just don't think he has the horses this year to do it. I think San Diego State is going to win this game and make a little run, actually. I think Syracuse is in this by name alone. I mean, I think think it's one of those things. um, When we get there, well, I guess we've already talked about it uh, a little bit. But Michigan State, I mean, I think it's kind of the same kind of thing, right? Like, I think it's one of those you're in it by name and not necessarily that you should be in it. Yeah, you can make – now, again, I know MSU fans will say, well, we beat Michigan, Illinois, and Ohio Ohio State in the same week, which is true. You have three really good wins. But that doesn't take the fact that you lost to Rutgers by 30. You lost to Minnesota by like 30. You know, you lost to Northwestern. Like, so you have bad losses too. Yeah, but I knew, I knew they were going to get in, one, because of the name, and two, because they had that tough schedule. They they played 20-some games in quad one or quad two. They had no quad three or four losses. So they don't have, you know, even those big losses to Minnesota and Rutgers. They're still good teams. They're not, you know, I mean, the Big Ten got nine teams in for heaven's sakes, right? So, obviously, it's a tough conference, and the committee was, you know, showing love for that. Same thing with Syracuse. It's the name. On, like, I almost thought, and, and COVID issues happened that they got sent home. But if, if Duke played one more game in that ACC tournament and won, they probably would be in, too, just because of, again, the name. You can have a couple of big wins, and it's, it's enough to put you in the tournament. But, yeah, San Diego State, guys, just real quick. If you don't do a lot of research on the Aztecs a lot for whatever reason, <laughs> I mean, they're 22 and four. They're 14 and three in conference. They've won 14 games in a row. They beat Arizona Impressive. State. They beat Arizona State and NCAA tournament team UCLA. So they've, they've beaten some people. Matt Mitchell, 15.4 points a game. Jordan uh, Paschal, I think is how you pronounce that, 14.3. They're a good team. They won the Mountain West, obviously. I think they're they're going to make a little bit of a run here. I definitely think they're going to beat Syracuse. Next up, we have West Virginia. Well, I should say I I, I pick San Diego State as okay. well. Yeah, yeah. Um, next up, we have West Virginia versus uh, Moorhead. Moorhead. Moorhead State. Yes. Moorhead State. Your OVC Ohio Valley champions, twenty three and seven, seventeen and three in conference. They lost to Kentucky, Ohio State, and Clemson, so at least they tried to play some people. Uh, Johnny Bohami will say 13.9 points, 9-point rebounds a game. Devin Cooper, 12.2 points a game. Skyler Potter, 11.8 points a game. Potter. Sherman T. Potter. No, sorry. Um, Mash. Mash. You know. Well, Potter, you get three three things for me. Obviously, you have Mr. Potter from It's Wonderful Life. You have Colonel Potter from Mash. You're a wizard, Harry. Well, for me, I have one of oh, my, one of my one of my best friends who I lived with for four years in college, Rob Potter. So shout out to Potter. Oh, but, yeah. I was thinking Harry yeah, Potter as yeah. well. I know other people would think Harry Potter, but I don't. I haven't watched any of those movies. So. Wow. <laughs> but anyway, you uncultured swine. I, <laughs> so true. So true. But I do have West Virginia winning this game, <laughs> as well as do I. <laughs> As well as do I. Next up, we got Clemson versus Rutgers. Yes, the State University of New Jersey. Beautiful Rutgers in Piscataway, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Lovely. I was born in New Jersey, if you didn't know that. Um, 
this is one of those games where I literally could have flipped a coin. I have no strong feelings either way. Just so I wasn't too big of a Big Ten homer, I actually picked Clemson to win. But if they, I almost think that if they played this game ten times, it would be five-five. Like I, the, the, I'm, I'm not sold either way on, on, on this one. I'll be honest with you. Maybe it'll change throughout the week here. Like, like we said, obviously we just got the brackets too. We're, you know, we were handwriting, we're handwriting them and, and and going off the top of the cuff here. So, but nothing stands out for me either way. I'm not crazy about either one of them. I probably should have picked Rutgers, but just so I wasn't too big of a Big Ten homer, I picked Clemson. I picked Rutgers. I mean, I it was Big Ten. That's why. I mean, I picked I picked Rutgers because of Big Ten. That's ultimately it. Next, we got Houston versus Cleveland State. Yeah, and Houston Houston's good. If if you haven't yeah. got a chance to see them from the America there, I mean, they're twenty three and three. 14-3 in conference. They've won six in a row. They've beaten Texas Tech, who's a really good team. Like they have some good some good wins here, and, and they're a good team. Quinton uh, grinds their best player at seventeen point seven points a game, six point one rebounds. Marcus Sasser is at thirteen and a half. Deshaun uh, Jadaware is at eleven points. Like they're a good team, and Houston's good, and that makes me sad because I really wanted to pick Cleveland State to win this game. For a few reasons. Number one, really quick, they're 19 and 7, 17 and 4 in conference. They had they did lose to Toledo, Ohio, and, and Ohio State, so they lost the Battle of Ohio. Um, you know, in, in the Ohio State uh, yeah. championship, they lost to those teams. Uh, and Tory Patton's at 14.9 points a game to lead them. Uh, and they also and they have a kid from Saginaw, Big Al, who's averaging about nine and a half points a game. So I had a shout out to, to, to Big Al and Drew Joyce the third is actually one of their assistant coaches. If the name Drew Joyce sounds familiar to people who are huge basketball fans, Drew Joyce the third, his dad took over for Keith Dambrot at a little school called St. Vincent St. Mary's in Akron, Ohio. Um, Drew Joyce the second, but Drew Joyce the third played on that team uh, at St. Vincent St. Mary's with Romeo Travis and Drew Joyce the third hit those both guys went to play in Akron for the Mac. But they had this other guy on, on, on their team that Drew Joyce III played with. It was one of his longtime friends. I don't know what he's doing these days, but his name's LeBron James, if, you, if you've ever heard of him. But, yeah, so LeBron's old high school point guard, Drew Joyce III, is one of their assistant coaches. And also, I just needed to talk about this. Their bench, Cleveland State's bench, gives me life. If you just search Google Cleveland State's bench, like you'll see videos that just give you light and energy and just – Keep that same energy. Stay lit. I love it. They're up. They're excited. There's a dude named Ben Sternberg who literally should be the player of the year just by his enthusiasm and how great of a teammate he is. He was even dapping the trainer after wiping off uh, the floor in their championship game in the in the horizon like against Oakland. So it just it gives me so much life. I love to see benches involved, be a good teammate, play the right way. So for that reason, I really wanted to pick Cleveland State. But then they went up against Houston, who I think is really good, and I think Houston's going to win. Yeah. <laughs> but I had to give them love because they're playing the right way. They're doing the right thing. So shout out to them. I was going to say, you're crazy. <laughs> the Cleveland's going to win against Houston. 
maybe if Drew Joyce the third brought his friends, LeBron James and Travis, <laughs> maybe then it could be Houston. We are gonna have to cancel the show for the for the rest of the year. Uh, <laughs> Steve Swanda is no longer allowed to give any kind of NBA or basketball news no. at all. Well, Houston, Houston, Houston's, gonna, Houston's gonna win. Houston's gonna win. Yeah, Houston all the way. So yeah. back up to the top. So that I brings got us Illinois, Illinois, Georgia Tech. Yep, though I have Illinois, Loyola, Chicago, but either way, I have Illinois. I have Illinois winning ultimately. That we, I think we both have Tennessee and Oklahoma State, right? Yes, that is correct. And I have Oklahoma State. I have Tennessee winning that okay. one. Okay. I, uh, I don't know. Okay. Now, next, that would bring us San Diego State and West that's, Virginia. I guess that's my other upset. Yeah. Tennessee and Oklahoma State. Okay, yeah. Yep. And then we have San Diego State and West Virginia in the yep. next round. Yep. I got West Virginia. I have San Diego State. I have West Virginia on yeah. that one. I, I don't I have, know. I, I, I that State. one. That one. I I did a toss up. Yeah. Uh, There's always that one team. And you we'll, know. We'll get there in a second. There's always that one, and there are six seeds. Not like San Diego State's like a 15 or something, but I I think they're gonna make a little run. I have them beating West Virginia. Yeah. And then you have Rutgers. I have Clemson over Houston. Yeah. I do have Houston winning though. Yeah. I I mean I have Houston winning ultimately. Yeah, so so uh, Terry, there you go. He he told me uh, Rutgers can suck it. I ultimately okay, there you go. Ultimately, yes, there you go. I agree. Yeah. And Illinois, Oklahoma State I, again. The nation wants to see Katie Cunningham. It should be great. I do have Illinois winning that game though. Yeah. And that yeah. brings us to San Diego State and Houston. And I actually considering their run, I have San Diego State winning this game. Nope. Yeah. You have Houston. I have Houston. But I do have Illinois then beating San Diego State. Yeah. See, I think I think the run comes from West Virginia. Okay. Okay. And then I maybe I don't know. That one I debate. Cause what do you got? San Diego State. Yeah, I don't know. No, I'm gonna go with it. I'm gonna go with West Virginia. Okay. I like it's it. It's my gamble. It's my craziness. Roll, roll, roll. I'm gonna roll with I like it. it. And then I'm gonna say West Virginia, Houston, and then ultimately Houston, Illinois. And then I got Illinois winning okay. overall. So we do both have Illinois in the final four. Yeah. 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 I think our final four are probably going to line up. I bet it's not going to. Really? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. What? We'll get there. Next up, we have Michigan Texas. How's that for a tease? (laughs) (laughs) Next up, we have Michigan and Texas. I have S. Is it Southern? Yeah, Texas Southern versus yeah. Mount St. Mary's. We do have Texas Southern winning that game, so that you know, would be Michigan, the, Texas Southern. How many, Obviously, how Michigan's many schools gonna win. are there actually in Texas? Oh, God. I believe there, there are... Like, even if you're talking, talking just D1 teams. Yeah. Because you have Texas Southern, you have North Texas, and obviously you have Baylor, Texas, Texas A&M, Texas Tech. I think you're talking like, double digits even. Yeah, and that's just D1. going quickly off the top of my head. Uh, yeah. TCU. Yeah, so there, there's tons. Um... But yeah, Michigan's gonna win that game. Yeah, absolutely. Michigan's <laughs> gonna win. Uh, we got LSU versus uh, Saint Bonaventure. Saint Bonaventure, the Bonnies. Yes. Yeah. And LSU made it to the SEC championship game. Uh, lost to Alabama. You know, Saint Bonaventure won the A10. We'll talk about them for a second, right? They're sixteen and four. They won eleven four in conference. No major non-conference wins though. They did really, you know play anybody great out of conference 
Um, Kyle Lofton was their leading scorer at 14.2 a game. Then Jared Holmes at 13.8. Jalen Adaway at 12.4. And Dominique Welch at 11.6. But I just, they don't, they're a nice team. The A-10 is a nice division. Oh, and also uh, Aussie Onei at 10.3. Actually, also all five of their starters average in double figures. And every single one of them started every game this year except for one who missed one. So that's, especially in this day and age of COVID, that's some great consistency to have the same, basically have the same starting lineup every game. Absolutely. You know, right. for 29 yeah. games or whatever it's been now. Pretty impressive. Yeah. That being said, they're not going to win. No. LSU's going to win. LSU all the way. Next, we got Colorado versus uh, Georgetown. Yeah, Georgetown's another team that stole a bid from somebody when they won the conference tournament because they're 13, they're, thir- they're 13 and 12. I they're mean, 7 and 9 in conference. Hey, 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 it's all the politicians. Yeah. I mean, it's all of the politicians. I mean, like. <laughs> Here's the thing they lost to Navy earlier this year. Yeah. Okay. But their four game win streak to win the conference championship has been Marquette, Villanova, Seton Hall, and Creighton. So that's two tournament teams that you beat mm. in the last year. Uh, Jalen Blair, Blair leads them in scoring at 15.8 points a game. Uh, Quadris Walms at 12.5 points a game, 8 rebounds a game. And, of course, they're coached by Georgetown and New York Nick legend Patrick Ewing, even though New York Nick legend and his jerseys in the rafters, but he was still getting hassled by security guards at Madison Square Garden about his credentials and if he could be in certain places or whatever. And he had a funny little post-game uh, rant about that, like, this is my building. Like, my jersey's in the rafters. Like, I got to show credentials. Which also then brings the question, who else could he be? It's 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 not like it's not like it's Tom Izzo who's like five foot six or something like that. No. Like, it's a seven foot basketball legend. Like, who else could he be? Who else is like, he? I mean, like, come on, man. Yeah, I just... Come on, man. Come on, man. Yeah, that's a great usage of come on, man. But Georgetown's not very good, uh, and they're not going to win this game. No. If, okay. Pat, if Patrick Ewing was at his prime and playing for them, maybe he would win this game. But he's not, so Colorado's going to win this game. Yeah, I got Colorado all the way on this one, too. Uh, next, we got Florida State versus his ride to Florida State. UNC Greenboro. Is that what I did? Yeah, I write UNC there? Greensboro. Yeah. Greensboro? Absolutely. Yeah. UNC Greensboro. Look at that. 21 I wrote and, that really yep, fast. 21 and 8, <laughs> 13 and 5 in conference. Uh, they lost to Winthrop, one of Winthrop's 23 wins this year. Uh, the, the only tournament team that they, they played this year. Isaiah Miller is averaging 19.3 points a game, 6.9 rebounds a game. And he also leads them in, in, in uh, assists. So he's a, he's a good player for them. They aren't going to win this game. But uh, I like Florida State a lot. I think, I think Leonard Hamilton is, is one of the most underrated coaches in the nation. I like Florida State a lot. I think they're going to win. I hope they're going to make a little run. And uh, that's really all I have to say about that. Florida State's going to win. Yeah, I got Florida State as well. So moving down to the lower half of the bracket, we got BYU versus one of our... First right, either teams. UCLA or MSU. Yeah, Michigan State or UCLA. Uh, I had Michigan State. You 
picked Michigan State as well? Sure as heck did, Chip. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, did, definitely picked Michigan State. Now, and I'm going to do it again. I have Michigan State beating BYU. Give me Tom Izzo in a short turnaround. He'll be ready. He'll prepare. The, the, he always used to say that the players win the first game of the weekend. I'll win the second game of the weekend. I think they beat BYU. I do too, honestly. So this is the first upset that we actually agree on. Awesome. Which is not surprising because it's... Not at all. Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, next up, we got Texas and... Uh, Abilene? Is that what? Abilene Christian. Abilene Christian. Christian. Yeah. So, Texas played really good to start the year. They they won the Maui uh, championship, which wasn't in Maui this year. It was in, like, West Virginia or something weird. But anyway, they're 19-7, 11-6 in conference, won five in a row. You know, they beat, you know, Indiana, UNC, Kansas, you know, West Virginia, you know, Texas Tech, you know, Oklahoma State, obviously to win the title. Andrew Jones at 14-6. Matt Coleman, the third at 13.3. Shaka Smart's a great coach. They're a really good team, and I like them a lot. Uh, Abilene Christian, obviously, the Southland champs at 23-4, 13-2 in conference. They only lost by seven when they played Texas Tech earlier this year, so they're not, you know, terrible. They were the two-seed in the Southland um, championship tournament. They beat the one seed Nichols in that tournament, seventy-nine to forty-five. So that's kind of a butt whooping. Uh, Colton Cole leads them with twelve point three points a game. So congratulations on a great season. And now, however, exit stage left when Texas beats you. Yeah, hook them horns. Yeah, sorry. Texas all the way. Texas with the dollar sign. Next, we got UConn versus. Maryland. Maryland, yeah. And Maryland. This is a lot like the Clemson-Rutgers game for me that I kind of flipped a coin. I don't want to be too big of a homer, but I think Maryland's better, and I do I do have Maryland winning this game and going to the next round. You have Maryland? I do. Feel the Turtles. Really? Yeah, feel the Turtles, yeah. The Terps. Feel the Turtles. I got UConn on this one. Okay, I like it. I like I, I like got it. UConn on this one. I like there's a few of us. To, yeah. A few disagreeing a on. Few, a it few will, disagreements. It will make it, yeah, it will make it good. I like that. I which like which ultimately, I guess, uh, uh, future to tell, but you have already alluded to. Yeah. There's a big upset. Oh, there's a there's a shocker coming up, folks. There's a shocker. Yeah. A, yeah. a rather... Shocker. Wow, that was awesome. <laughs> Coming up. I mean, they gave me sound effects. So I got to use them. Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, we pay for them, right? <laughs> Might as well use them. <laughs> Might as well use them. All right. So next up, we got Alabama versus Ionia. Is that? Yeah. Do we'll, I have we'll, Ionia? Yeah, we'll quick talk about Ionia yeah. real quick. They're 12 and 5, 6 and 3 in conference. They've won their last six. No big wins. They, I mean, they tried to play a, a, a Big East team in Seton Hall, and they lost. Isaiah Ross leads them, though, with 18.4 points a game, which is solid for them, which is kind of good, actually. Um, but Alabama, they're 26 and 6, or 24 and 6, excuse me, 16 and 2. They won their last six. They won the SEC regular season, and as of today, a couple hours ago, 
won the tournament as well, conference tournament as well. They did lose to Stanford early by like a like by like twenty well, eighteen, sixty-four, eighty-two. They lost in Western Kentucky early. Here's the stat that you need to know about Alabama real quick. 80. 80 is the number that you're looking for. Mm. They are 18-0 this year when they scored 80 points. So they like to score. They like to get up and down. And when they score 80, they are 18-0. They have four players in double figures. They're a very talented team. They're very good. Of course, I'm going to pick them if for only reason that they are led by the 2013 Michigan Basketball Coach of the Year in Nate Oates. <laughs> That's right. Seven short years ago, Nate Oates was a math teacher and high school basketball coach at Romulus High School. That's right. They won the state championship in 2013 with a great team, E.C. Matthews, West Clark. Uh, just loaded, loaded roster. Then he went to be an assistant at Buffalo. After two years working for Bobby Hurley, Bobby Hurley left to go to Arizona State because he was doing a good job recruiting. They bumped up uh, Dade Oates to the head coach at Buffalo. Hmm. He was there for four years. He went to three NCAA tournaments. He won three MAC tournaments titles, obviously, to get to the NCAA tournament. Made it to the Sweet 16 one year. Did some things. Had some good teams. Had a team ranked. So then, of course, he gets the job at Alabama. And just in his second year at Alabama, he wins the conference and regular season tournament championship. They're doing some things. He just got an extension. So, you know, you too in seven years can go from math teacher to high major head coach making like four and a half million dollars a year. Absolutely. Absolutely. I also have Alabama winning overall. So that takes us right back up to the top, which I have Michigan. Michigan LSU. Yeah. I okay. have Michigan as well. Yeah. Okay. I have Michigan as well. Okay. You're making me nervous. Because you're getting ready for it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting ready for for the shocker. <laughs> what and the then, hell? WTF? What? And then, <laughs> and then next I have Colorado and Florida State and I have Florida State. I have Florida State as well. Okay. Then I'm a homer because it's Michigan State versus Texas. And I have Michigan State winning. No, I have yeah. Texas. Yeah. I, that's that's the end of that yeah. one. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> and then Alabama and Maryland, I have Alabama. Yeah, I got Alabama. I got UConn. Except I I have Alabama. Right. So back up to the top. Got Michigan, Florida. Michigan, Florida State. Yeah, Michigan versus Florida State. Um I have Florida State. What? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Boo this man. Yeah. What um, is wrong with you out of all the teams? Num- number one, I like Florida State. I think they're talented. I, I, I mentioned earlier that I think Leonard Hamilton is one of the most underrated coaches in the country. My main concern, though, is Isaiah Livers' injury and if he'll be 100% and back or not. Though I will say this. And I think the Big Ten teams do have an advantage in this tournament, and this is this is a little bit worth noting. The Big Ten tournament was played in Indianapolis, in the same facility that the final, you know, the Final Four and championship and games will be played. Now the other games, obviously, they're played at different gyms throughout the region, but those players, basically, if they make it all the way, they're basically going to be in the same hotel room for the, for a month. That's correct. You know, um, I, mean, I know a lot of those guys on on Michigan, and you know, I, I and I and I've seen 
Brandon Johns, who, who plays on Michigan. I've seen his hotel room uh, on pictures where he basically, and that's what the caption was, my home for the next month. So, I mean, they're comfortable. They don't have to travel. They don't have to go anywhere. They're staying put. They have food that's brought up to them. Like, they're not, like, they're not leaving. I mean, obviously, I'm sure they got study table or whatever. They got tutors coming in, whatever they're doing. Because, you know, apparently they're student athletes. Just, you know, the NCAA will tell us that they're student athletes. While, while the NCAA is making billions and billions of dollars off of them, but they're student Correct. athletes. Anyway, Correct. that's a whole other show. Um, but if Isaiah Livers is not 100%, if Brooks is not 100%, I just worry about Michigan. Now, don't get me wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I'm going to be cheering for Michigan in this game. I mean, I went to Central. That's always first and foremost. But I always cheer for the Michigan and Michigan State if they're not playing Central, obviously. So I hope Michigan wins. Like I said, I know guys that played, you know, that play on their team. I know people on their staff. Guy on their staff, Jay Smith, used to coach at Central. I've known Coach Smith for a really, really long time. So obviously, I'm going to, you know, support them. I hope I'm wrong. But I do think Florida State is underrated. I do think Florida State is going to win this game. Though, it would be awesome if somehow Michigan and Michigan State both made it and played each other in the Elite Eight. That would be epic. But I have Florida State winning this game. Ben is giving me such a death stare right now. I I, I fear that he's going to poison my food next time he cooks for me. <laughs> next, next time he offers me a beverage at the stage left lounge, I better I better check twice. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. There, there, no way, no way. This is Michigan all the way. Now, I thought it was going to be Michigan and Alabama that you were going to, but you're saying in the the. What do they call it? Elite Eight? The Sweet 16. The Sweet, yeah, the Sweet 16. 16. Actually, Michigan's that's the Sweet 16. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Michigan's going to lose in the Sweet 16. The you, think, you think they're going to? Like I said, I hope I'm wrong, but I do think Florida State's underrated. I think they're good. And if Well, there goes all of our listeners. Yeah, and if Livers is not healthy. Uh, think, every then, single listener just signed off. Yeah, see, I thought it was going to be the other way around. I get a whole bunch of <laughs> death threats and swearing at me. But. <laughs> well, I have Michigan going through. So, uh, Texas versus Alabama. And I have Michigan State versus Alabama, but I do have Alabama winning. I have Alabama winning as well. And then I have Michigan-Alabama. I have Florida State-Alabama, and I have Alabama winning. I have Michigan winning. Yeah. So, that's that is, we, three of the four Final Fours. Yeah. Just in case, if you just joined us or if you don't remember, if you have short-term memory loss, we all have Gonzaga, Baylor, and Illinois in the Final Four. Right. I have Alabama, a two seed. You have all four one seeds. You have Michigan I as do. well. I so that's Michigan the only well. where that we we differ up until. Oh no! That I point. Have, I have Ohio State. Oh, that's right. You have Ohio State instead of Illinois. I think Ohio State or Michigan. Ohio State instead of Baylor. Excuse me. I guess I'm I'm dreaming of the the final four. Yeah, you have Ohio State instead of Baylor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, you have Michigan Ohio State in the championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, that's awesome! Wouldn't that be awesome? That would be awesome. See, oh, I, would love, I, guess, I would love that. I that guess happens, maybe but... maybe I'm dreaming. Yeah, maybe I'm dreaming. So so I would have Baylor versus Illinois in one in one national semifinal. Yeah, um, which they played each other already, and Baylor actually won. I mean, because Baylor's twenty two and two, they're thirteen and one. You know, they lost to uh, Oklahoma State in the Big Twelve semis. Jared Butler seventeen point one points a game. You know, Macy Oteague at 16.2, Davian Mitchell at 14.5. 
they were supposed to play Gonzaga and it was postponed two times because of various shutdown and COVID contact tracing. So it's too bad that we didn't get to see that game. We could potentially see it in the national championship game. Like I said, Baylor already beat Illinois once. Give me Illinois winning this game. If for only the reason that I kind of foreshadowed like 45 seconds ago, the Big Ten teams don't have to leave Indianapolis. They're staying in the same place. They just played there. Illinois just won a conference tournament there. They're playing well. They're going to have more fans there than Baylor. I think Illinois beats Baylor in the Final Four and goes to the National Championship game. Hmm. Well, I ultimately have Ohio State, Michigan. And, I mean, maybe it's fandism. So you have Ohio State then beating Illinois in the Final Four in a rematch of tonight's Big Ten Championship game that just went into overtime. No. You don't? Did you have Illinois in Ohio State in the Final Four? Oh, I do. Yeah. I'm sorry. So you'd have, I'm yeah, sorry. Yes. Yeah, so you'd yeah. have Ohio State up beating Illinois yeah. to get back from the overtime loss they just suffered Correct. in the Big Ten Championship Correct. game. Correct. That'd be and awesome. That's, that's, that what be awesome. I would, uh, that's what I would think. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I like that. That would be awesome. Skipping to the other side, the ultimate showdown of this century. What do you got? Well, I have Gonzaga versus Alabama, which obviously you have. Is not Michigan. right. Yeah, obviously. 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 Um, <laughs> but <laughs> this one was tough for me. Obviously, I would love if Nate Oates would, would win it all. I'd be so happy for him. But I have Gonzaga. I think Gonzaga is the best team in the country. Yes, I know they're in the West Coast Conference, but they're undefeated for a reason. And we've talked about who they've beaten. They've played people. They're good. You know, J- you know, Jalen Suggs is going to be a lottery pick. They got Drew Tim, who's averaging over 18 a game. You know, Kobe. Uh, you know, Corey Kispert is really good, averaging over 19 a game. Like, they're they're really they're really good. I think this is finally the year that Mark finally the year that Mark Few does it. He's had a lot of great teams. He's been close a lot. But I think he does it. I think Gonzaga wins. And I think we have Gonzaga in Illinois in the national championship game. That's, that's who I got. And I have Gonzaga winning the national championship. And I can proudly wear my Adam Morrison Gonzaga jersey all month long. Yeah, I actually have Gonzaga winning ultimately overall. That's who I got. That is who you got? Yep. Yep. So you don't have Michigan Ohio State in the final? Oh, for sure. <laughs> no, 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 just, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's what I want. That's what you want. I want that. That's the that's the the heart, not the head. That's pick. the heart, yeah. not the head. Yeah. I think I think Michigan ultimately loses against Gonzaga. Yeah. And then I think Ohio State could possibly pull it out over Illinois, but ultimately well, you do have Illinois. I do have Illinois. So we both have Gonzaga over Illinois in the national championship yes. game. All right. Yeah. So really, then we have a couple of games here and there, and then it's going to be if Alabama makes the Final Four or not, basically. We'll decide who would win our bracket challenge between the two of us. Yeah. Uh, if, but, if, if everything was right in the world, right, it would be Ohio State, Michigan. Well, if everything, if everything was right in the world, Michigan and Michigan State would play in the Elite Eight. Yeah. Michigan would win, <laughs> yeah. and then Michigan would play Ohio State in the national championship game. After yeah. they beat – after actually, Iowa would then have to – 
maybe Iowa beats Gonzaga and Ohio State beats beats Baylor and Illinois wins. And the final four is Ohio State, Illinois, Iowa, and Michigan. And Michigan then beats Iowa and then beats Ohio State. Right. And it's an all Big Ten final four. Yeah, that would be a phenomenal. That would it would be. It would be. That would be my but, heart. But I actually only have one Big Ten team making the final four in Illinois. But as with my Baylor, Gonzaga, and Bama. As my father has figured out in uh, fantasy football, professional fantasy football, that is, NFL, uh, you don't put all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. He did that a lot. He'll, he'll pick all Lions. Yeah. Well, and I for have some a, reason. I know. Shocker. It just doesn't if, go well. If he, if, he <laughs> ju- if he jumps on and hears this, Greg Morris, the commissioner of one of my leagues, he... It's one of the things he hates doing is having a running back and a receiver from the same team. Like he doesn't want to have the number one running back and the number one receiver from the same team. Like he swears that he just hates it. It's, I it's mean, he, uh, hates, he hates a lot of things, but you know that's it's, why he just needed to have a heart transplant. You got to yeah. calm down, Greg. But he it just he just swears by it. he hates it. But there definitely is something to not putting all your eggs in in, in one basket. Which brings us to a quick tangent. I am a hundred percent hard on this topic and I know a lot of people will disagree they like to fill out like 17 different brackets and all that stuff my bracket is my bracket I fill out oh, yeah I fill out one bracket and every bracket that I do whether it be online for free at Yahoo or wherever or if I get into different pools or if it's for the office or it's the, the the family challenge between me and my kids I fill out the same bracket my bracket is my bracket I don't have I'm not one of those guys who are like oh well I have them winning in four brackets and I have them winning in the other three. Like, no, my bracket is my bracket. You have your sheets of integrity and you have old Mike and Mike's get thing. Shout out Miss Golick. Um, but you have one bracket and you, and you fill out that bracket. And why would I pick against myself? Like if I pick the games, right. I refuse to believe that I am somehow smarter than me. So I'm going to go with what I picked. Like, you got to stay with it. So that's my only one, my quick tangents here. One, fill out one bracket, be strong with it, and keep that bracket in every pool that you're in. Two, obviously you always have to pick at least one twelve over a five. Winthrop happens to be mine this year that I actually feel really good about. I've heard some other people already say that quickly, just in, you know, in, I think actually I think Seth Davis said it during the, the bracket saying, oh, Winthrop's going to win that game. Um, so you, you always, there's always going to be, obviously, if you can pick it, it makes you smart and you're going to win the pool and win the cache, but there's one of the one seeds is going to lose. Yeah. I mean, you have all four of them in, in, in the final four. I have three of them in the final four. Actually, no, you don't. Cause you have Ohio State. Being I have Ohio State. Ohio State being so you have three ones in the final four. I also have three ones in the final four. If Michigan's hundred percent healthy and, and liver comes back and everything. Don't get me wrong. They obviously are talented enough to to make the Final Four and win the National Championship, and I hope they do. But chances are, statistics will tell you, one of these number ones will go down. I actually think, I know people want Gonzaga. I think Gonzaga having a run of basically Missouri, Creighton, Iowa's tough. So that's going to be... That is going to be their toughest game. But having to beat the play-in winner, App State, then Missouri, then Creighton, then Iowa to get to a Final Four, like I, I don't think that's very that hard of a test. Where Baylor would have to go to the winner of, after they beat Hartford, the winner of North Carolina-Wisconsin is still going to be a good team. That's tough. 
Purdue is a good team. That's going to be tough. And then if they have to get Ohio State, which you have Ohio State winning, they're obviously a good team. Yeah. So they, they have a tough road. Illinois, I don't think they have a very tough road to get there either. And again, because they don't have to go anywhere, they're already in Indy. But Drexel, Loyola, Chicago, or Tennessee, or uh, Georgia Tech, you know, Tennessee or Oklahoma State, uh, San Diego State, West, West Virginia or Houston, like they don't have that. They don't. I don't think Illinois has a, a far no. line either. So like, that's why for me it wasn't that hard to pick I all mean, three of those guys to at least make the ones to at least make the Elite Eight, and in my case, the Final Four. But Michigan, especially with their injury, LSU just played Auburn, uh, Alabama, really really tough in the SEC championship game. Florida State's a really good team, and then you'd have Alabama sitting there. So I think that's. Seed-wise, I guess they are the fourth number one seed as far as the tournament's you know, bracket committee is concerned. So I guess they should have the hardest uh, route, route, especially because Livers, you know, is not is who knows if he's going to play. He's not, obviously, if he does, he's not going to be 100. percent We don't know. So I do think they have the uh, the hardest role. But I will say, I won't be shocked if Wisconsin beat Baylor in the second round. Like I, I, I wasn't, you know feel good enough to like pick it but like that wouldn't shock me mm. i guess that'd be a huge upset it'd be a huge upset but it wouldn't shock me like I'm, I'm just trying to look at like just saying potential like even though i didn't pick Ooh. it potential upsets that i might see yeah if, if you did that then wisconsin versus purdue oh yeah yeah that would In be purdue 16. yeah so Wow! Yeah, now that would sudden, screw it up, right? Then all of a sudden you got a Purdue Ohio, you got a Purdue Ohio State elite, and you got Ohio State. So yeah, and then I'm then I'm back on. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's gonna be fun. A little bit different this year. There's no the playing games don't start on Tuesday. We don't start till Thursday. So it's yeah, gonna the, be it's gonna be a little bit different. That like your your normal where you think it's just Thursday, Saturday, su- Friday, Sunday is when you play. Now it's gonna be like Friday. Sunday, Saturday, Monday. It, it's going to be a little bit different to get used to. You, you might start seeing people being like, "Yeah, I might take that Monday off." Yeah, we actually um, didn't talk about the the rounds, what dates they are. So the first four games are March 18th, as well as then we have the first round, which is March 19th through the 20th, and then we go into the second round, which is the 21st through the 22nd. We have the Sweet 18, which is the 27th through the 18th. And then we have the Elite 8, the 29th through the 30th. This is all March, by the way. And then we go into April with the National Semifinals with April 3rd and National Championship on April 5th. Yeah, so the, the Final Four is still on a Saturday and the Championship game is still, on a, still on, a, on a Monday. But having the Elite 8 on the 29th, and 30th? Yeah, that's You kinda... did hear that. The Elite Eight is going to be on a Monday and a Tuesday. Yeah. The... After the Sweet 16 is on a Saturday and Sunday. You did hear that correctly. And what is typically we consider the first round after the playing game, it's te- or the, you know, the first four games, well, they consider it the second round, though. Those are going to be Sunday, Monday, where, where, where Friday, Saturday is the quote-unquote first round. And 18th, that Thursday, is the quote-unquote play-in round, first four. 
whatever you want to call it. Less so, interaction with people. That's probably what it, what they're going off. Abs- ab- absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And because there can't be full fans, that sort of thing, it's not as big of a deal to have it Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You could have Monday, Tuesday because Sunday, Monday, Tuesday because again, the, and the players are staying; they're not going anywhere. So you can have that a little bit. So it, it's going to be a little bit different, but knock on wood that we can end this tournament. We didn't even get to start it last year since this basically was a year ago. A um, year ago yesterday or whatever, I guess, was the, exa- was yeah. the official uh, stop of things. Conference tournament stopped. Everything stopped. And, you know, then we were hoping it would be for a couple of weeks, you know, maybe by April 6th-ish, things would start back and open up. Obviously, that didn't go <laughs> like we yeah. wanted it to. And we're definitely, obviously, still in it. It's not over, obviously. So... We still need to wear our masks, socially distance, do all those things. You know, stay home if you don't feel, you know, feel good, all, all that stuff. But hopefully for these kids, selfishly for the schools and the NCAA, hopefully for them because they need the money, they're able to, uh, you know, crown a champion. And Because you really feel feel for those kids that don't get to have, a, you know, a finish, a finality. Well, and, and, you know, for... We, you know, we live in Alma. There's a division, you know, division three school, Alma College, where, where Ben works. And in their conference, Hope, uh, and actually in, in the, on the men's side, Trine is currently ranked. They were ranked second in the country. Yep. And they're actually, Trine is actually going to the team that's ranked number one. And they're actually playing each other, mm. which is really cool. But there wasn't an official, you know, tournament and, and a national champion. And same thing with the women, the Hope women team have won their last 45 games in a row and have zero national championships to show for it because yeah. the last two national championships in D3 has been has been uh, canceled. So you feel you feel for them. And, and they could all technically come back if they want to, but especially at that level, you don't have an academic scholarship. No. Or athletic scholarship. So you're paying a heck of a lot of money. And at some of these schools that are so much so expensive – after you graduate, you probably already have a job lined up because of your degree and your alumni and your connections and all that stuff. So you're probably not going to pay an extra 35, 40 grand to go to another year just to hopefully <laughs> win a national championship right. when you can go get, I mean, a, get a job. You, so even if you do have a scholarship at that point, I mean, you're paying for a college that's that's usually as you get lower in the division, you know, D three, D two, you're going to go up in cost. That's just right. Ab- the natural ab- absolutely. way that it goes. You absolutely. Know? And so. even like I said, even division one players who have scholarships that could technically come back. If you already have a couple of job offers, right. And you have things lined up, but I happen to know someone in this particular situation, even though you have a year or two left because of the extra year or whatever, you're probably going to move on and start your life because yeah, you have these offers well, now, and who knows what's going to happen. And it was, there's it was a certain a good, point it was where a good you run, feel, and you move on. You know, you feel you, like you kind of have to. Yeah, there's you've a done point. what you, you. Yeah, you've done what you could do, and you got to move on. So, but anyway, I'm really looking forward to Thursday with everything starting. Should be great. Very excited about it. I hope you're half as excited as me. And don't forget our normal flagrant friends NBA show. Yes, we, we do it right here at the Stage Left Lounge this on Tuesday. Tuesday nights. Ben gets it po- posted pretty much as soon as we're done because, like I said, we, he doesn't edit it and take out pauses. We, we or actually like that. have he been talking just, about doing he basically it live. Just, he basically anyways. just puts it out. So yeah, it, it's out pretty late by 
Tuesday night, but also on Wednesday. And I posted on my website too on Wednesday. So check that out too. If you haven't check that out. And uh, other than that, if there's not any other questions, comments, or concerns, questions, we can, we can uh, let everybody enjoy the rest of their Sunday evening. We'll, we give hope... them, we'll give them two seconds to answer. And that gives me a chance questions. to quickly wish a 33rd birthday to the great Wardell Stephen Curry, the second, that's Absolutely. right. Steph Curry's birth, Steph Curry's birthday today. All he did was score 32 points and have like nine assists as they beat the jazz. So <laughs> congratulations, Steph Curry. Happy birthday. Thanks for being born, dude. Go Michigan. The Flagrant Friends podcast is hosted and directed by Benjamin W. Gross with sports analysis from Steve Schwanda. Flagrant Friends is recorded live at the Stage Left Lounge recording studio. Join us next week for more NBA news.